What's going on, everybody? And welcome, welcome, welcome back to another edition of the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy, Devontae. Episode 146, we are here. What's happening, everybody? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to wherever you're listening to. Thank you again for coming in and checking us out, checking your boy out. You feel what I'm saying? Thank you for loving on the opinionated brother, um, supporting us, everything like that. We have an amazing show that we want to get into. Uh, today, we're going to do things a little bit differently. Uh, a little bit differently. Um, first off, we we are we are in the midst of looking for new sponsors and ad partners. So if you are looking to, if you're an artist, business owner who has products and things to sell or looking for um you know looking for some good advertising and partner uh, sponsorships with uh, a great a great network and 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 you know some great podcasts let me just say you know what I'm saying and check us out come on over to um uh Tyron's company and just check us check out our ad partners check out our um check out some of our ad partners that we've had previously um most of them black owned um, I really, really, like I said, I really um, take pride in that. So um, if there's any black-owned businesses looking to collaborate um, and partner up, let's, let's, let's network, let's, let's, let's talk business. And um, definitely looking, at, uh, looking forward to working with some new, um, some new companies and getting to know some new companies as well. Uh, again, um, if you're looking for um, sponsorship and ad partnerships and um, sponsoring on your products, please uh, go to our website, www.tyronshicks.com, I'm sorry, forward slash ad partners. And like I said, you can literally look at um, um, some of our ad partners uh, previously that we've had so far in the last, I want to say, year. Well, last year, we just started doing um, really getting into um, having advertising partners and sponsors uh, for a year now. So in about a year, we've had about almost nine to ten. And I respectively say, like I said, most of those have been black owned. So I just want to say thank you to everybody that has put their trust and ability into me and my podcast and everything. I really, 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 really do appreciate that um listen if you are um in the if you're in the area whether you are in new york or whatever please 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 make sure that you are getting your tickets uh for the afros and audios podcast festival the second annual uh your boy will be speaking at this um at the podcast uh, festival and please please come support your boy and um, uh, other amazing dope uh, content creators content curators um, podcast producers hosts um, network execs please come and experience so much if you're looking to start your podcast if you're looking to uh, create new content or if you're looking to get into content creation period on all levels please uh, come and get your tickets right now um, 10% off you know with my promo code we'll have the promo code in the description box uh, when, um, when the episode is dropped and everything so make sure you check out the afros and audios podcast festival by going to afros and right now check out all of the amazing amazing dope content creators podcasters 
um, that will be a part of this amazing, amazing festival, second annual, and they're doing it bigger than last year. Like I said last year, I couldn't, I couldn't make it. Uh, like I said before, this is coming kind of full circle. Circle, I couldn't make it last year, um, but now I'm speaking at this now. You know, so having the ability to moderate and um, uh, moderate our own panel and speak and everything with three other um, dope individuals. Um, is 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 a blessing and amazing. So look, listen. Go to afrosandaudios.com. Use the um use my promo code to get two ten percent off. Like I said, I'll have the promo code and everything in the description. Uh, we'll have that for you guys and get ten percent off your tickets right now. Super cheap, right? And make sure you get some afros and audios merch. I'll make sure I get some afros and audios merch because the merch looks amazing. So. Make sure you uh, cop that as well. Listen, y'all. Today we're like I said. Today we're gonna do things a little, just a slightly bit different. Um, I'm kind of going to go into my Wendy Williams bag, right? <laughs> this week we're just gonna do four topics. You know what I'm saying? Four topics that I have list. Um, basically, we're doing a full first half of the show, right? So no second half of the show because I really didn't know. Uh, really didn't have anything really to talk about. You know what I'm saying? In the, in, in the second half of the show, for real, for real. Uh, but um, I, I do want to do a full show of just, you know, topics, hot topics that I um, that I want to get off my chest that I need to, uh, you know, address and everything like that. Um, and that I want to address and give my crazy ass opinion on. You know what I'm saying? Um, so we do have a lot, you know, for you guys today. We're going to talk the NBA playoffs. We're going to talk... Um, we're going to talk racking up 31,000 streams um, in the weekend, Lord Jesus. It was amazing. Uh, things have been moving, move, like moving very, very swiftly. Um, for real, for real. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about uh, virtual schooling, how, how that's been going uh, over the past month since, you know, over or over the past month to three months ever since, you know, kids have been back in school. Uh, we're going to talk Trump's platinum plan for the black people. Lord have mercy. You know we got to talk about that shit. We definitely got to get into that. Uh, I'm going to talk about my old alma mater. Um, I think <laughs> I, like, <laughs> I think Grand Valley is... Um, shout out to everybody in Grand Rapids and Allendale. You feel me? Um, but I feel like a lot of Grand Valley is in shambles. And, and, and I'm going to give my opinion on why. Uh, we're going to talk Cardi B and Offset for a little bit. And then... Uh, my MVP of the week this week, uh, of course, we are outside. If you hear the um, if you hear the sound of the trees and the sound of the birds and everything, we are outside on my on my roof in Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Brooklyn. Again, shout out to everybody that continues to listen. You know what I'm saying? From wherever you are. Uh, but we are on my roof in Brooklyn. It's a ah, kind of gloomy day, you know, today. But, you know, we're going to make it a good one, right? We always do. We always try to. Um, and even if it, it's a quote-unquote bad day, we always try to turn it into a good one, right? So, definitely, we're going to talk about um, all of these things. And uh, LeBron James is our MVP of the week. Now, I know we, we will get into, you know, the NBA playoffs and everything. Uh, but, you know, LeBron James is my MVP of the week. However, however, before we get into our MVP of the week, okay, I've been waiting on this, y'all. I've, I've been I've been wait I've been waiting on this i've been waiting to clown our clown of the week i I gotta do it first 
right? Because one, because the NBA playoffs going, the topic of the NBA playoffs go inside with our MVP, which is LeBron, right? It, it coincides with that, right? So I figured I was like, okay, if I if I give MVP, I can I can talk, I can just you know segue right into the NBA playoffs, right? Or segue into both, you know what I'm saying? Just combine both of them. And at the same token, I've been waiting for this clown, right? I've been waiting to put him as the clown of the week for probably the last, um, ever since I posted him, ever since Breonna Taylor, the Breonna Taylor case even happened, I've been waiting to put him as the clown, but I was waiting for a verdict, right? We were waiting for a verdict. So if you don't know at this point who uh, I'm talking about, uh, we are talking um, Daniel Cameron as the clown of the week. Um, now, out of all the biggest losers slash clowns of the week that we've had over the past three years, three years and some change. Um, and I'm going to have to put these in a tier, right? I'm going to have to put my clowns of the week and my big, uh, slash biggest losers of the week into a, into a tier. Because if, you, if you've been rocking with me or if you just came in, to the podcast before they were clown of, before we actually named them clown of the week they were the biggest loser of the week like who lost the most right but then it wasn't even about losing right because you it, it does it didn't matter when we're when we talk about our culture right now <clears throat> social media wise it doesn't matter if um you know negative or positive sometimes you always win and so who's clowning basically who who, who who's being a damn clown this week and so for me this week, or all the weeks, damn near, I've been waiting to put this clown, Daniel Cameron, the Attorney General for Kentucky, or assistant, I don't give a damn what he is, um, the Attorney General for Kentucky, um, as the clown of the week for about the last couple months now, I just knew we were waiting for a verdict, right? Now, I clowned him a long time ago. Right, clowned him a long, long, long time ago. And the fact that we didn't get any type of, um, and the fact that we didn't get any type of, of um, we didn't hear anything from him. Right, we didn't get a type of, 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 of statement from him for a long time. Right, it was like you know two or three months after the case, and you know of course they were doing a quote unquote investigation, and we didn't hear anything from Daniel for like two months right of course you had a wedding and whatever you know saying love is love that's what it is shout out to you and your shout out to you and your wife but at the same time you are the attorney general and um i remember posting a picture of him and his wife and you know they look great but the way i'm just like "Mm, i see where you at right now white wife i don't know if they have kids doesn't does not matter to me but the image the picture and then you coming out with the statement. First of all, it sounded stupid. You know what I'm saying? Not even the fact that it sounded stupid. It it it, it sounded to the fact like, yo, bro, I'm I'm not really caring about what y'all got going on. I got a whole life over here. You feel what I'm saying? Like that's 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 what we as the black community and the community that supports the black community um really felt about you. Right. So when the verdict came back that all three members, uh, murderers, um, 
of Breonna Taylor got indicted, um, it was it was heavy. It was it was heavy. And I know for me, I tried to keep it at a level of at a, at a neutral level, really, because I knew I had other people who were bothered. I had people who were pissed. I had people who were both. I had people who were sad. I had people who were angry, you know, you know, hitting me up. You know, are you okay? I'm, you know, having to check up on them, like having to check up on my brothers and sisters, because we are now seeing our generation as old as now we are old enough to not only understand and comprehend, but now see injustice in its face you understand what i'm saying like we know it's out there but to we knew it was out there we know it's out there right but to continuously see it we understand we have a we have a understanding may not may not be a full understanding but we have a understanding of what our ancestors what our parents what our grandparents what our great-grandparents continuously have to fight for what our what our ancestors, what our OGs today still continuously have to fight for, and so um, when all three of Breonna Taylor's murderers literally got indicted and didn't get convicted for shit, um, Louis Louisville damn near went into uh, um, a rucka, a rucks. You know what I'm saying? It, it went up, it damn near went into flames. And, um, you know, things were getting smashed, things were getting, um, I don't know if anything got really broken or, you know, smashed or whatever, but you saw that, you know, quote unquote, white militia was out there ready to, ready to shoot on site. Um, and this is, this is Kentucky, right? They, I believe they have open carry. So, you know, they have videos of, you know, white people with guns, black people with guns, like it was ready to get down. And, um, as I told y'all on that excuse me, on the After Dark show, there are a lot of us that are not our ancestors. Well, let me make this clear. We're not our ancestors, right? And understand that there's a lot of us who go into the peaceful side and say, let's just do it peacefully. But I'm trying to tell you, there are more of us who want to whoop your ass than anything, Right? Like it was that um that lady who got caught that this this older black lady who was in um who was in the store. I saw I seen this video go viral of this older white uh older black lady who was called a nigga by an older white lady. And this older black lady, it seemed like she was my nana on my daddy's side and my grandma on my mama's side all rolled into one because literally she was like, Call me a nigga. A nigger, I'm sorry, one more time. Call me that one more time, and I'm going to slap the shit out of you. And the way she said it, the white lady knew to back the hell up. You understand what I'm saying? Because we're not our ancestors, right? Like, probably her mama would have not did anything. You understand what I'm saying? Her grandma probably wouldn't have not did anything and just let that slide. But she, she, she's not her grandmother. She's not her mother, even though she has respect and love for them, right? She's not that. And so this OG literally was like, listen, you call me one more, it's a wrap. I don't care if this big black man is standing in between us. You call me one more, 
and it's a wrap, right? But I believe uh, while while we're on while we're still on the subject of Daniel Cameron, um, <laughs> it was it was funny to me um, how um, how Daniel Cameron came with so much uh, fake empathy in his heart. When the uh, when the verdict was brought down, and I'm trying to find the the video. We got we got birds. Good morning, birds. I'm trying to find the the video of um of uh, our great sister who who basically I want to say read Daniel Cameron for Phil. Right, um, in my eyes, you know what I'm saying, um, because I believe she said, I believe she said what everybody has been thinking, what everybody was thinking, right? So let me let me play this, let me play this really quick. Let me turn this up, and let me play what our um, good sister Tamika uh, Mallory said in response to Daniel Cameron and the ignorance. Of um, of using his blackness. There we go. All right, let's get it. He mentioned at the press conference, which I thought was quite interesting, that he's a black man. <laughs> and as I laid and cried and hurt for Tamika Palmer and for Breonna Taylor and for Kenny Walker and for Janiah who we need to love up on. As I laid there and I thought about him saying he's a black man, I thought about the ships that went into Fort Monroe and Jamestown with our people on them over 400 years ago. And how there were also black men on those ships that were responsible for bringing our people over here. Daniel Cameron is no different than the sellout Negroes that sold our people into slavery and helped white men to capture our people, to abuse them and to traffic them while our women were raped, while our men were raped by savages. That is who you are, Daniel Cameron. You are a coward. You are a sellout. And you were used by the system to harm your own mama, your own black mama. We have no respect for you. No respect for your black skin. Because all of our skin folk ain't our kin folk. And you do not belong to black people at all. He mentioned... Now, I agree. 200. Actually, 300%. I agree. I was going to give y'all like a 275. I agree 300%. And it's not just Daniel Cameron out here who act like this, right? I've been saying this for a long time. But a lot of people who are my elders, who are my age, um, have been saying this for a long time. A lot of people have been saying this for a long time. All of our skin folk ain't our kin folk. You understand what I'm saying? And Daniel Cameron is one of those people who is not our kinfolk. First of all, I rarely trust a man with a mustache and a beard. Now, especially a black man. Now, 
I have friends who don't have mustaches and beards. I trust them, though. Right. I know them. I understand them. They understand their heritage as a black man. Right. I don't give a damn what you do in the comfort in the comfort of your own home. I don't care. But when it comes to our people, when you start denouncing your heritage, you don't have to out. And, and, and the crazy thing is, you don't have to outright say it. Right. You don't have to outright sit here and say that I don't like black people. But I can see and understand the trauma that you probably endured because let's be clear and I ain't making no excuses for them, but let's be clear. Black kids, we, we, when we were kids, we were some terrorizers. We talk about each other, but that was some of our just, you know, not to make excuses about that either, but that's how we, that's just how we were, right? I got talked about. Call African Beauty Scratcher, all of that shit. Too black, too fat, all of that. And still and still got love for my people. Still got love for my people. I'm not about to sit here and denounce and act like I'm not black or not understand my history as a black man in this country because a few of my people were talking shit. Those same people tell me congratulations. But that's neither here nor there, right? So the fact that the 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 the, the fact you can't use that excuse for me, right? The thing is, you really try to convince yourself when you were on that stand that you were black. You tried to convince yourself. It wasn't trying to convince us. We we I already knew. You understand what I'm saying? I I understood. There's a lot of us that already seen that you already went over and went over to the sunken place. You feel me? It would have shocked me more if you would have convicted and took them boys to trial. Took them took the murderers of Breonna Taylor to trial. That that right there would have shocked me, black man. Huh? That would have shocked me. But see, again, like 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 our sister Tamika said, you were used by the system. And I'm not even gonna say you were used by the system. I believe that you knew what was going on. You knew. When you trade in your black card, you you can you can tell when a when a black person has traded in a black card just to get more of something that they could probably get if they were just patient. If they would just work a little bit harder and not selling out your soul, who you are, your heritage. I've always said that. And the crazy thing is I came from a place where people did that. Don't get it twisted. Love Grand Rapids. But let, again, let's not get it twisted. It's a lot of black people, my age to older, that have literally under, like, when I tell you I've been in spaces, rooms, places where I'm like, this doesn't feel black. You understand what I'm saying? This doesn't feel right. No, it's been in, I've been in spaces where it does. 
And I don't care just because of your skin, just because you are black. Like, I'm a, I'm, I'm going to treat you. It's a lot of you that sold out your black card. And that's okay. And when I mean that, I mean that you don't understand your heritage. That you will literally denounce your heritage and just sit here and think, everybody's good. Everybody's not, though. Yes, I lead with love, but I also have caution. Ain't nothing wrong with having a little caution when you lead with love. You understand what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with that. I don't know who told you wrong. But in the same sense, this clown right here is just like a lot of others who sell out their black heritage, their blackness for a check. To be a part of the white crew. To just be a part. And I get it when you don't have anything. When you may have nothing. You need to probably sell sell out. To buy in. And that's not it. That's not it. And so. When those same white people. To not only Daniel Cameron. But to, to, to to every black person. Who has sold their blackness, sold out their blackness. When they start to turn on you and change and you make this surprise, you know, reaction of, oh, my God, they turned on me and everything. We're going to be like, oh, that's fucked up. But remember what you did. And we'll probably have and we'll have empathy and sympathy for you. Right. Somebody might give you a plate. Big Mama might give you a plate. But other than that, it's a lot of you that are outside of the house. A lot of us are inside the house in the black community. Learning. Watching. Working. Diligently. No matter what field you're in, trying to make it in the system. Trying to change the system. From within and from from within and outside. So Daniel, you're a clown. Too much, too much of a clown that I done spent 15 minutes on you. <laughs> you're a clown. Been waiting to give you this clown of the week for a minute, and I'm like, yes, you're probably my top clown. Because selling out your blackness is just not it. This is not it. I don't care. I don't care how you. I don't care what your blackness looks like, bruh. That's the thing. I don't care about what your blackness is, how you act. I don't care. But when you sit here and you literally denounce your heritage as a black man, black woman, denouncing your history, man, get out of my face with all that bullshit, B. You can go. You can go out the way. So let's get into um, our MVP of the week. Because um, I'm, I'm off this clown now. I'm, I'm done with this this clown who, who let murderers go free. Um, LeBron James. <laughs> Hello. Good morning. <laughs> LeBron James is our MVP of the week. And this coincides definitely with the NBA playoffs. So um, we are at the finals people we are in the nba finals 
they are here. Um, we have the Miami, and it's and it's kind of a nostalgic feeling, right? This is kind of this is kind of like really nostalgic in a way. Um, LeBron is making either his ninth or tenth finals appearance. I believe it's his tenth. Um, he's making his tenth finals appearance, right? Tenth. Okay, with his third team. And he's facing the team that he won two championships with in Miami and went to four consecutive finals with in Miami, which has a all-star in Jimmy Butler over there. And before we get into LeBron for real, I want to say tip off my hat to um, the Celtics and um, the Nuggets. Um, the the Celtics, for me, are going to be... I, I want to see the Celtics and the Lakers again next year. Um, I believe Jason Tatum is going to be a beast. Um, he's already a beast, but I think after, you know what I'm saying, we get out the bubble and everything, I think he's going to be something that you have to now... Um, with him on the floor as a starter, you have to now center him because he's a champion. That man is going to be a champion very, very soon. Um, and I feel like you're going to have to center some pieces around him. You feel what I'm saying? Um, him and Jalen Brown, for real, for real. Uh, with with Walker, that, that's a that's a nice that's a nice pairing. They need a nice big man in the in the middle. Um, but um, the what blew my mind, the team that blew my mind. This this NBA playoffs was the Denver Nuggets. It, it was it was that Jamal Murray and Jokic, that team over there, boy. They 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 had the they had the better they had the best playoff run of me. Even losing, right? They had the best playoff run of me. They did they did they did. Um, the fact that you came back twice in three one deficits, like I had I had the Jazz and the Lakers whooping that ass. And the Jazz and, I mean, uh, the Clippers, I'm sorry. And the Clippers had 3-1 leads, and they blew it. They blew it. All that tells me is Jokic just needs to get bigger, and Jamal Murray is a star. Jamal Murray is a star. He literally literally played playoff basketball. Playoff basket. Played it. Seven games in each series, and then another five, damn near. I'd be tired, too. He had no more. They I, they had no more 3-1 comebacks, especially when you're going against LeBron and AD and those boys over there. Like, they, they looking for a championship. It's not even looking. They're about to get one, right? In my mind, I already have the Lakers winning this finals. Um, and it's really just awesome Kobe-type shit, right? Rest in peace to Kobe. But it's really awesome Kobe type shit. Like, and I feel like LeBron, LeBron needs this, honestly. Because he got snuff. Let's get into it. Like, our, our, our MVP of the week, of course, like I said, is LeBron James. Um, for you to be making your 10th finals appearance, 10th, 10th, 17, 18 years in the league, 10th finals appearance so that means let me just do some ratios here 10 out of 18 right 
in the 18 years you've been 17, 18 years you've been in the league, you've made the finals nine to ten times. I'll say nine. So we do ten divided by 18. 55 percent. Okay, he's had a 55 percent. 55 percent. That's 55 percent of the time you have made the finals. 55. Now, of course, you won three out of the six, right? You won three out of the nine. You know, you're three and six. But here's the thing, and this is what I told my uh, our boy Dale. Shout out to Dello. We were talking about it, and I told him, you know, he's a, he's a LeBron fan. Y'all know if y'all go listen back to the podcast, he loves him some LeBron. So I told him, I was like, bro, your your man's made it. You know, and, and as I've said, I'm not the biggest LeBron fan when it comes to his antics on the court, but I res- I respect the fuck out of his game, and I, and, I, and I love him as a man, right? As a black man doing all of the work that he continues to do, I love his drive. I love his tenacity. I love, you know, his, 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 his businessman mentality that, like, I love that. You know, it may not be sometimes on the court that I love, but I respect his game, love, and, and love him as an entrepreneur, of course. Um, but I asked him, I said, 10 straight, huh? Well, not 10 straight, but 10, 10, 10 finals. I said, he wins this finals. He wins this finals. He will definitely be put on the, the, the Mount Rushmore of basketball. And I know people already have him there, right? And for me, I would, I would have him there too. But what would cement him in my mind right as now one of the best players to ever play this game is for you to bring a championship to each to three teams right it happened you 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 bring it you you brought one you brought two to Miami right you then brought one to Cleveland and then if you go to the Lakers and bring their 17th championship home to them that's some 2k shit Think about it. Like, hold up. Who over the past, other than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, right, because he, 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 he brought a, a championship to Milwaukee and then the Lakers. Other than that, who else has done this? Right? I know people are like, well, if he don't win it, and even he's like, well, if, what, the job is not done yet. And, and, and which, is, which is facts. Which is big facts. The job is not done yet. But at the same time, right? This man has made the finals with three different teams. Who else can say that? At your, at the level of LeBron James, still being the man. Because there's no doubt. That man's still the man. In your 17-18 season, you still the man, bro. Okay, you came back from injury. Ready, and don't get and don't get it twisted. Love Giannis, Defensive Player of the Year, MVP this year. He shouldn't have got MVP this year. Love Giannis, but he should never got MVP this year. It should have been LeBron. LeBron definitely should have got that MVP. Um, and I think it was a hating thing, honestly, uh, him not getting voted MVP because this man is in his what 17th, like I said, 17th, 18th season, putting up the numbers putting up numbers that second, third, and fourth year 
players who play at that level would dream of putting up. You feel what I'm saying? Damn near averaging a double-double in points and assists. You feel what I'm saying? Being one of the best point forwards in the league in, of all time. You feel what I'm saying? Like, this is, this is what I'm saying. Like, people are comparing him to Magic when it comes to his passing. Right? Now, I won't say all that. But I will definitely say he's preferably one of the best point forwards of our game. And so when you continuously have this run of being the best, right? And then you get injured, you you get hurt. And then you come back still being the best. Yo, there has to be a certain level of appreciation like, oh yeah, this man deserves the MVP. And the fact that he didn't get it is only going to submit this win more. Now, I'm not going to say I don't want Miami to win this finals right because I feel like it's going to be a good finals however LeBron I believe I believe everybody deserves this championship from the Miami Heat to the to the to the LA Lakers but I really believe LeBron will do this he will make this happen he will make it happen LeBron will make it happen you feel what I'm saying He's been looked down upon, talked about, all that good stuff. He does this. He is cemented in the Mount Rushmore to win, to bring three championships home, to to bring three to bring three different teams, three different championships, two to one. Um, that will cement him because, like I said, that's some two K shit. You only do that shit on two K. You win a couple championships here. And then you go to another team. Win a couple championships there, go to another team. Like, I did that shit on 2K, right? I think I brought the Jazz, like, one or two championships. Brought the Clippers a championship or two. And then brought, um, uh, like, the Pistons a championship or two. Like, you, you do that shit on 2K, right? That's what you do. But not in real life. And now you're doing it in real life. You have the opportunity to do it in real life. But... Just for you to make it to the finals with three different teams. That, that's an accomplishment in itself. Nobody can say that. Nobody can say that. At least, I don't think. If there's somebody who's done that, please point them out. But I don't, I don't see that. And we're not talking people on the bench. I'm talking people who have the same ability as LeBron, who have had the same stature as LeBron, who can put up the same numbers as LeBron, superstar caliber status. Tell me who's done that. LeBron, I really do um, hope you win this. Like, usually, since it's been like the Warriors versus LeBron, I always went against the well, went, went with the Warriors. And, you know, LeBron didn't go to the finals last year, so it was like, you know, Kawhi and them, and I want Kawhi to win. This year, I do want LeBron to win. He deserves it. And just because I want the Lakers to win is a Kobe thing, right? It's nothing against the Miami Heat because Miami did, 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 did Miami shocked the world. <laughs> Let's talk about it, right? Shout out to LeBron too, but Miami shocked the world. Miami shocked the motherfucking world. I was looking forward to a Boston Lakers series. I told y'all in the afternoon I was looking forward to a, a Boston Lakers series, but Miami shocked the fucking world. And like I said, it's nostalgia because LeBron is facing the team that he brought two championships on and went to four finals with. 
So to have that, to go against your, your, your old coach, right, you know, and, and Jimmy and them boys over there, it's going to be it's gonna be good. Because Jimmy ain't no O. Jimmy and the Miami Heat are no O. That's a different that's a different type of basketball they play over there. You feel what I'm saying? Like, they play a different type of ball. You know what I'm saying? Like, they are good. They are really, really good. They finished out at fifth seed. Dominated both, both of the top seeds in the East, in the Bucks and the Boston. Finished out the Bucks for one. Finished out the Celtics for two. Say, yep, we're going to the finals. And so, it's gonna be a good one. I believe it's gonna be a good one. But um, at the end of the day, I really believe the Lakers are going to win this. Uh, like I said before, I believe Denver had the best playoff run to me, even though it ended quickly. Um, I will be definitely looking for Denver to um, make some adjustments, but they're going to be a championship caliber team very, very, very soon. Um, Jamal Murray continues to mold his game and continue to play like that in playoff basketball. It's going to be crazy. Uh, they add another – I don't know if they got Porzingis. No, 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 they don't have Porzingis. Dallas has Porzingis. I'm looking for Dallas too, to act up too. Um, but yeah, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. Uh, I hope the Clippers get it together too. Um, they were the biggest blunder and the biggest disappointment for me in the NBA playoffs. Um, I didn't really expect. Uh, I really I really did want the Clippers and LA to go crazy, but. The fact that Jamal Murray and them boys took y'all out the game. Yikes, yikes, yikes. Good Lord. This is crazy. Um, so let's 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 talk. We we got some things to talk about. Let's talk um Tory Lanes real quick and Megan the style and everybody has been talking. Tory Lanes and Meg the style yacht. So Tory Lanes came out with an album. Or let's start here. Tory Lanes decided that he he went on his Instagram and said, you know what, I'ma tell it all. 9 p.m. PST, right? He said this on his, his his live Instagram, whatever. I don't know, and I really don't care. But he put out an album. That <laughs> um, I'm laughing because it's irritating. He put out an album, and he did some band shit. And what I mean by band is bitch ass nigga shit. Right when we say when I say band, I mean bitch ass nigga shit. Right when I say band shit, I mean bitch ass nigga shit. So B A N, right equals bitch ass nigga shit. Right. So he doesn't band shit. Right. Um. <laughs> he waited for two months not to say anything. Right. Or honestly, going around to the blog telling his publicist to say this, 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 and this, and. You know, he not really saying anything, right? So, he then comes out with a 17-track album. And to all the niggas, I don't care if you family or not, to all the niggas who said, man, this album fired, you're trash. Family or not, friends or not, you're trash. I just want to let you know what that is. Still love you at the end of the day, but just know you tr- you're a trash bag. You feel what I'm saying? You're a trash bucket, you're a trash bag. Um, anybody who condones this album, um, anybody who condones this album, 
It's stupid. Now, what I will say about this album is that even though he was a trash, he was a bitch ass nigga for this album. And I didn't even listen to it. Didn't didn't even want to give it my you weren't you weren't getting the strings from me, bro. It wasn't even happening. I know people gonna be well how you know because I have good people who send me reviews and I trust their reviews. You understand what I'm saying? Um He did make some points, right? Now, him disrespecting all the black women from Kalani to Megan to uh I think it was uh date not Doja Cat, but uh who was it? Maybe Dream Doll. Dream Doll. To him disrespecting them, um, you are just a bitch ass nigga. Like you you really just God, you have a Napoleon complex. Like it's just it's it's, it's just sad. It's really, really sad. But he did make a point, right? Tory Lanez does have some hits with y'all that a lot of y'all are still getting paid for. And so my thing was, and he made this point, not to say it was a good point, but he made a point. A lot of y'all, both men and women, pulled y'all pulled tracks or whatever songs from him. These newer tracks, right, that were on your albums or whatever. And he was like, well, if you're not pulling the songs that we actually continue, that we're continually continuously making money off of from back in the day then why the hell are you pulling these in which i in which he made some fucking sense which was which was crazy to me because i was ready to man fuck that shit but then he made sense i was like well well did y'all not pull because in, in my mind if i'm pulling it i'm pulling it right like in my mind if if we if we have a song that we did in 2013 that's still making us money i'm pulling that shit too Cause it's gonna hurt breath our pockets. You feel what I'm saying? And so, if that is the case, ladies, gentlemen, who have worked with Tory Lanez in the past, that you're still making money off of, with him, pull the song. But if you're not gonna pull the song, <laughs> then I don't want to say shut up, <laughs> but do you really care? I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? Things that just run through my mind. But even in the sense. Um, the album was distasteful um, and coincidentally it probably was his best work but you have niggas that sitting here saying this who sit here and shoot women because right and like I said a lot of y'all who was like man this shit fire I don't care what he did you're, you're trash you feel what I'm saying you hit women for a living and don't sit here and tell me that you don't man I don't do none of that bro bro then why are you sitting here saying that his album's trash and then a lot of you were so upset that he did this at, at the Celebrity Delight. We're so upset that this man did this um, during the Breonna Taylor thing. Now, your, your anger is warranted. Go at his ass. I'm not caring about that. But what I think I need y'all to understand, right? And I, and I want to just, I've been really wanting to say this too. Uh, what I need for my black people to understand here in America, for real, for real. Um, is that people can live the same, people can maybe understand the same struggle because they may have gone through a little bit of what we went through, maybe a fraction, right? And as we just said, all skin folk ain't kin folk. 
right? As Tamika just said, all skin folk ain't can folk, right? Okay. So, mind you, I don't look to Tory Lanez for any type of inspiration in the sense of Breonna Taylor, in the sense of injustice, in the sense of police, anything. I don't look to him for that. I don't even look to his music. I don't look to him for that. Right? So, why be upset over a man who doesn't even portray that? He's from Canada. He's not from America. Like, let me say this again. He's from Canada. Now, I'm not saying there's not the same injustices over there that there are here. However, he's from Canada. You understand what I'm saying? Not to say him and Drake have not been over here doing their Black Lives Matter, whatever. But I have rarely seen Tory Lanez out in the streets chanting for Black Lives Matter, chanting for our lives over here. Because why? He's from Canada. So I'm not saying, like I said, I'm not saying every Canadian is like this. But I need my black people to understand there are black people from other countries who don't give a fuck about what's going on with us. Keep it a bean. They don't. And so while y'all sitting here raising your blood pressures and shit over him, you know, putting it out during the during the trial of Breonna Taylor and shit like that. Yes, it was distasteful. But do am I surprised? No, because that's some bitch ass nigga shit. And a bitch ass nigga will always do what some bitch ass nigga shit bitch ass nigga do. That's just what that is. You feel what I'm saying? So why raise your blood pressure? Have you ever seen Tory? If y'all seen Tory Lanez out protesting, send it, send me the video. If y'all heard Tory Lanez doing something for Black Lives Matter over a song, send me the song. Why are y'all ex- like? I can see if Kendrick did this, Cole, right? Now we have an argument. Now we can sit here and be pissed. But Lanez, for what? What you getting mad over? That sound about right. He profited off of the, yes, be mad. But yes, it sound about right. I lost two million. Well, oh well, you should never shot her. And even if you didn't, you shot at her. You should never did none of that. I don't care what the, what the fucking excuse is. And the fact that black men, again, are literally trying to make this an excuse. Yo, you're disgusting. You're disgusting as shit. You're mad disgusting. Your trash bags are mad disgusting. It's so hard to sometimes like take up for y'all when y'all be so disgusting and trash baggage. Just nasty. I don't I don't get it. I I I guess it's not for me to get. I don't be knowing. But yeah. No, and no, I'm not giving Tory Lanez my streams. Absolutely not. Uh, virtual school. I want to briefly. <laughs> we need to get into something funny. Uh, virtual school. So, you know, virtual school has been a thing. And shout out to all my teachers out there that's killing the virtual schools. You feel me? I know a, uh, a few educators out there that's killing the game right now. You know, giving the kids that nutrients of knowledge. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, but a lot of, but listen, listen here. Listen, listen here. Some of these teachers are fed up with y'all parents, man. 
You feel me? Some of y'all teachers are fed up with y'all parents. And rightfully so, honestly. Rightfully fucking so. Okay? Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the, here's the thing. Right? Here's the thing. School is school. Right? When your child is in school, that homework need to be done. They don't need to be on no game. They don't need to be playing no 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 pac. They don't need to be playing no Pac-Man, no nothing. They don't need to be playing nothing like that. They need to be in the books. Okay? There was a time when my mama made sure, like, okay, if you got a quiz, right, voca- a vocab quiz, math quiz, we studying in the car right before the quiz. You understand what I'm saying? My mama was, listen, we get up, testing me right there. We get up in the car right there, half sleep, still getting it right. Bah, 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 bah. So when we get to the quiz, bah, 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 bah. instantly. Get that quiz back, bow, got 100%. Bow, got a 90%. Boom, we got a B plus, got an A. Right? We killing the game. Now, I get that COVID and this pandemic has shifted a lot of shit. At the same time, people, that don't mean when you have a Zoom classroom that your kids need to be damn near butt booty naked with their tidy whities and their panties on. Okay? They need to be fully dressed. Now, I don't understand why parents think because these kids are at home, everything needs to be comfortable. No. Hell no. And some of the teachers are right. This is a classroom. When, when it's from 8 to 3, they're in the classroom. Now, you could be working from home, too. But this is what it is. Don't be sitting here getting mad because your kid is trying to get, to get their education, too. While you sitting there on the phone, too. Lock their ass in the room. Huh? And had them on a computer. And tell them if you don't sit your ass down, you're going to get your ass whooped. Now make sure you in that class. Okay? Because these teachers are fed up with you and your child. (laughs) They are fed up with you and your child. Right? They fed up. Now it's a lot, like I said, there's a lot of teachers out here that are doing a damn thing. Shout out to shout out to a lot of my teachers out there, my teacher friends. You feel what I'm saying? Like I said, giving the, the nutrients of knowledge to these kids. But there's a lot of them that's getting fed up with y'all. And rightfully so. Make sure y'all kids got some damn clothes on in the damn school. In the virtual school. Huh? Make sure they doing their homework. Okay? Then you're going to be wondering why you can't. Let me not even go there. Let me not even go there. Let me let me not. Because then you're going to be wondering why your kids is going to be, well, why they ain't get, well, why you didn't? Because you ain't on your shit, parent. Huh? Stop cussing in them damn Zoom calls. Huh? Your child is at school. Okay? Get your Get your ass with your negligee or your underwear. With your pussy or dick hanging out. Huh? Get your ass. Get that shit out of there. Nobody want to see all that shit. Take their asses to the living room or the dining room and have them set up. It's that, it's, it can't be that hard. 
You're just being mad ratchet and mad lazy. Keep it a bean with you hell. You just being you being lazy. You being mad lazy. I don't wanna it don't matter what you wanna do. It's not about you, nigga. It's about your child. Obviously you can't get the fucking schoolwork shit. Your son, your daughter asking you what the hell. And you looking, then you want to get mad because you can't get the answer because you don't know the answer. What? Get off the damn Zoom call and let your kids. <laughs> Shit, I wouldn't. <laughs> oh, Lord. I kind of see why parents wanted to take their kids back to school because y'all don't know what the hell y'all doing. Some of y'all don't know what y'all doing. Y'all don't know what the hell y'all doing. And don't tell, well, you don't have kids. You, you motherfucking right. You motherfucking right. And if I did, I would make sure that my child is dressed and properly ready for school. Even if it's fucking home. Get your ass up. Shit ain't changed. The routine ain't, the, the only thing that changes is that you are home now. But the routine ain't changed. Get your ass up at 7 o'clock. School starts at 8. Get your ass downstairs. Get that computer on. Is your homework done? If it's not done, I'm going to whoop your ass. Y'all shit together, man. Got these kids out here just looking bold as hell. Ridiculous. Good segue into school. Let's go into Grand Valley. Yeah. Shout out to my alma mater. Shout out to everybody in uh, Grand Rapids and uh, Allendale. You feel what I'm saying? Um, so I got a something ran across my desk this week of um, some racist cyber damnation, in a way, if you will. That happened at Grand Valley. Um, Black Male Scholars, which was an organization that I was a part of for a couple of years at Grand Valley State, um, at GVSU was hacked by some cyber as I, as I will call them cyber racists um, who were putting derogatory words in the Zoom call um, between these these black men and it ran across my desk and I definitely said I was going to address it um the thing about it is, um, again, they said there's an ongoing investigation going on. Do I believe it? No. Um, Grand Valley has a has a way of sweeping things under the rug. Um, I'm not going to go into too much detail about it, but they have a, they have a a way of sweeping things under the rug. If you've been to Grand Valley, if you work for Grand Valley, if you you know whether you went to school and graduated or went to school and left and went to another school, you understand how Grand Valley runs. You understand what I'm saying? Like it for a lifetime, right? But at the same time, um, it's a PWI. It's a predominantly white institution. Um, they don't really care for um, the minority nor black people over there, right? And so, and no matter, they, they can hear this podcast and be like, well, that's a lie. That, no, that's the truth. Um, and like I said, I, I would be more shocked and surprised um, if y'all actually knew what happened and would actually do something about it. But nothing really happens when it comes to 
racism, discrimination cases on campus, even rape cases on campus. Nothing really happens. You know what I'm saying? The police really don't give a fuck. The administrators don't really care in a sense where they're, you know, really trying to figure out what is going on and everything like that because it's a whole it's it's a PWI. It doesn't it doesn't matter. Like if it if it happens to a rich white kid, then yes, maybe. But um, black kids might uh, and, and and people of color, you know, minorities such as we, uh, nah, nah. So um, I feel like I know. Uh, now I know who did it, but I I I I think there's a there can be a pretty good assumption on who did this. Um, some good white hackers um, at Grand Valley who decided to be very petty and very racist, um, and just be very disrespectful in the in, in the in the in the lime height of uh, I'm sorry in the in the height of it all, you know, especially with everything that's going. Excuse me. What's going on in our country? Um, the ignorance that I continuously hear, see, get across my desk from Grand Valley um, is just ridiculous. Um, they're going, I believe they're going on like a two week pandemic, make sure that you're staying in the house type of shit uh, because Grand Valley is the number one school in Michigan for the highest number of coronavirus cases. And as I've said, and it's, it's just not Grand Valley, it's a lot of schools around Michigan and around the country who have just not really put the kids, the students first uh, when it comes to trying to make sure that everybody is um, well tested uh, before they got to school um, and well prepped. So um, to hear this, this is, I feel like Grand Valley is really in shambles. It's been going downhill. It's really just been going downhill. It's really just been looking bad. Um, and the fact of the matter is, I'm not, like I said, I'm not surprised by a lot of this shit. You know, this doesn't surprise me anymore like it did maybe a year ago. Like, this doesn't surprise me because it keeps coming to my desk. It keeps coming to... Um, nothing no solutions happen nothing happens to the people that do this and oh it's an ongoing investigation listen there have been a lot of ongoing investigations that i have been solved yet that i believe could have been solved but you don't give a fuck grand valley and to the people who 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 do give a fuck we appreciate you but at the same time there's there's no give a fuck in in, in your step you know what i'm saying there's no give a fuck in your walk you know what I'm saying? You don't give a fuck to me. And so um, to, to my black male scholars, uh, to the black male scholars group uh, organization that's over at Grand Valley State, I give you my love and support. Um, I know a few men um, who are out of school, uh, who graduated already, who continuously um, help out with that organization. So I know that um, and I know the um the uh, the 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 uh, um, the person who's over that organization. So I'll be more in contact with him when it comes to that and everything. Um, getting more information about what happened and you know um, trying to see if there's anything that I can do to try to help the situation or anything because it's just ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Um, there are people. Good lord. There are people, you know what I'm saying, who come to these schools looking for a great education, right? Some people can't afford an HBCU. Some people can't afford um, uh, uh, 
an Ivy League school. So they come to these schools, you know what I'm saying, looking for education, you know. And the fact that we still get, you know, it's not it's not really the fact that we still get racism, but the fact that you don't want to convict or out those people or sit here and give consequence for them being disrespectful, first of all, then racist, right? The fact that we can't sit here and get justice for disrespecting, um, that at any time when we disrespect, there has to be something happening. Um, I'm, I'm really getting sick of it. So I've definitely been in contact with the uh, person over black male scholars and some of the black male scholars of the, um, um, as well too. So yeah, Grand Valley, you're in shambles. Um, and you need to get it together. President Montella, get it together, baby. Get it together. Um, <laughs> going into that, right, we can segue up into that. Trump <laughs> has a platinum plan for black people, y'all. They got a platinum plan for us. Now, as we know, the um, the election is, 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 is about almost two months away. We're about to hit October what this this upcoming Wednesday I believe or Thursday October is going to yeah this this Thursday October hits us in the face right and we'll probably be a month out almost a month out of um of voting for who's going to be the next president of the United States right and so um Trump has unveiled a new platinum plan for black Americans, um, I want to play the video really quick and let y'all hear what your what your president has to say. You know, because he that's y'all forty five man. Joe Biden cares more about the citizens of foreign countries than he does about black Americans living in our own country. I will always put Americans first, and that includes very very importantly black Americans to announce a brand new plan to deliver more opportunity, more security, more fairness, and more prosperity to black communities. We call it the Platinum Plan. Platinum Plan. And that's a contract with black Americans, and it's going to be something that people talk about for a long time to come. If you vote Republican over the next four years, we will create three million new jobs for the black community. Open 500,000 new black-owned businesses. Increase access to capital in black communities by $500 billion. Joe Biden cares more about... <laughs> oh, it, feels, it really does feel like the lesser of two evils here. Oh, my God. Um... <laughs> Oh man, oh man, oh man, y'all president, y'all president, y'all president. Um The crazy thing is he's trying to appeal to us because Joe Biden has an 83% black vote, has most of the black vote by 83% while Trump has an 8% black vote. And um as I stated before, I'm going to vote. Just don't want to. Um, don't really want to vote for either candidate, uh, but I'll probably I'll, I'll I'll vote, right? I'll make sure my vote is cast. Um, to this platinum plan, though, um, 
Um, I don't even I don't even have anything to really say about it. Um, five hundred billion dollar platinum plan. Five hundred thousand black owned businesses opened. Um, three million new jobs uh, acquired for the black community. here's the thing i know a lot of my brothers and sisters need work you understand what i'm saying um hell we all need work right um (laughs) it just the 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 plan just sounds really really wild and 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 crazy but you know who am i who the fuck am i I'm just, I'm just, you know, it just don't sit right with your boy. You feel what I'm saying? Um, and he's a, he was in Atlanta when he did that. And the fact that you have so many Republicans, black Republicans, right, just saying, ooh, la, la, ooh, oh, what, oh, my God. I'm like, boy, I, we can't be, some of us just can't be this gullible, right? We just can't be this gullible, Right? We just gullible? Mm, that's crazy. He said, if you vote Republican, so if, you, if you're if you a Democrat or a liberal black, so if you're a Republican black, this is for you. This is basically for you. Because this, this is not for Democratic blacks, liberal blacks, or just people, just black people, period. This is for black people who vote Republican. I'm just letting y'all know what he said. That's it. So understand, this is for black people who vote Republican. Okay, you're Republican blacks. This is for you. Okay, I'm off of that nigga. That's that's enough. <laughs> I'm just I'm tired. Um, let's briefly talk Cardi B and Offset real quick. I don't want to talk much about them. Uh, Cardi B has just been really out here, just you know, killing rumors about you know Offset having maybe another baby out. You know what I'm saying? Um, all of the baby rumors and shit because you know how blogs be like blogs is really it be a lot of y'all who just make up your own stories off of the headline or some shit like that like my thing is i'm like i'm gonna give you my opinion on what is there right there and what has been reported on past that has something to do with that right as the story develops, I give you my opinion on it or whatever, but it's a lot of blogs, news, whatever, quote-unquote, that just make up these stories off of the one shit, off of the one headline. And I'm like, okay, even if he did cheat, she's literally saying ain't no baby on the way, there's nothing about that, she's just tired. And as I've said before, she got tired. Whether he did some infidelity shit or not, he's she's tired. She took him back the one time and said, do that shit again. He did it. He probably did it again. And she's just tired. She said, no, I'm not doing that. Now, a lot of people like myself were shocked that they even lasted this long. Knowing who Cardi is, where she from, all of that shit, like. I would have never thought they would have lasted this long, but they did. They 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 really really did, and um, <laughs> it was it's it's it was it was it was like a wow, like y'all really lasted this long, 
you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all, y'all really lasted this long. Um, three years, I didn't think y'all was going to last. But, um, you know, everybody's praying for them and praying for their marriage and everything like that. And one thing that uh, I was watching uh, David Mann and Tamala Mann and their family, uh, one thing that he said is, uh, is it bigger than the marriage? And, you know, because Tamala Mann was like, well, why do why do people cheat? You know, and there can be so many. We we can we can go into that for a long time. That could be a whole nother topic. That could have been probably why. That could have been you know we and we've talked about this on on the podcast before too. Uh, but you know they were given you know opinion, uh, their their take on you know why people cheat is infidelity a um, is infidelity a, a deal breaker. You know what I'm saying. Um, and that made me go back to Pastor John Gray and, you know, some of the the alleged infidelity issues that him and his wife are dealing with and everything. And I'm like, you know, and David Mann said this, you know, you really can't really can't judge anybody. Right. Marriage is work. A relationship is work. You know what I'm saying? Um, being with somebody is work. And um, one, you can't change anybody right you can't like women stop looking to change your man and to mold him into the man that you want him to be you're not god right and and i say that because a lot of women look look for that it's not to sit here and get on y'all but y'all look for that Y'all look for that challenge in changing a man instead of literally just accepting him for who he is. And if he doesn't, and if that doesn't work for you, then leave. Right? But you want to change him. You want to mold him into the, no. No, 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 no. It's not going to work like that. If he was cheating on you beforehand, you staying ain't going to make him stop. It may make him pause. (laughs) But it's not going to make him stop. And that's vice versa, too. Men, you can't you can't mold a woman into being you, you can't. You feel what I'm saying? There's a compromise that needs to happen. Of course, there needs to be sacrifices that need to be made. If you love that person, if you want that relationship to work, if you're looking for that relationship to flourish, yes, compromise and sacrifices have to be made. But if they're not being made in you, you're just looking to change that motherfucker. Ain't shit gonna work. Ain't, ain't shit gonna happen. So, you know, hopefully, I'm not gonna say I want them to get back together. I just want them to be good co-parents for that, for culture. Um, non-toxic. You know what I'm saying? Um, the relationship can end. You know, but being good parents for the child is the main thing because that 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 child is bigger than both of y'all. You understand what I'm saying? Fuck both of y'all at this point because it's, it's all about culture. It's all about culture. Like that's 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 the main that's the main thing right now is to 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 make sure culture is okay, to make sure she's taken care of, and to make sure that y'all can handle yourselves as adults. When it comes to that. Amen.
yeah, that like we just we just need to say that. So you know, shout out to Offset, shout out to Cardi. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's a lot. Uh, before we get out of here, I want to say thank you, 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 thank you to all of my opinionators out there. Whether you like, subscribe, share, listen to the podcast, we want to say thank you so much. We just recently hit 31,000 streams, which is really, really dope, really, really big. We just we literally just hit 30,000 if not three weeks ago, um, on September 5th. And, um, to know that we are now going into 31,000, we did a thousand, you know what I'm saying? And, and that in kind of 2000 in this, in this kind of month, um, it's amazing. It's, it's great. Um, the trajectory that I had in my head is literally, um, it's literally getting blown away. Um, because like I said before, I was looking to hit maybe 30,000 streams, a couple years from now or whatever um but the trajectory in my head has been you know shot to the rooftops and everything it's been it's been it's been madly crazy so i appreciate everybody that continues to listen that continues to uh bang with the opinionated brother i really really do appreciate you guys i thank you i thank you i thank you for rocking with me um you know 146 episodes of the monday show 60 66 episodes of the um of the after dark show a total of 200 plus episodes in total for the opinionated brother as a whole we really really do appreciate you um and three years in the game man Thirty-one thousand streams nine past partnerships and ad partners and sponsors we really 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 do appreciate um the love and the support that we continuously get on a daily like minute basis <laughs> right second basis um, we appreciate you. And I have to give a big shout out to Grand Rapids because they were the ones low key. And Grand Rapids has been missing me. Right. I, I, and I miss I miss you too, Grand Rapids. <laughs> but Grand Rapids was the one to really kickstart. Like literally this morning I woke up and I think like last night I went to sleep. I had maybe like 204 streams for the week. Right. I wake up today alone already 190. Like I had 190 streams in which. Uh, that came off from Grand Rapids. So I want to appreciate Senna. Good love to Grand Rapids. I love you guys. Thank you so much uh, to whoever who is listening out there. I, I really do appreciate you in Grand Rapids. Thank you so much. And to everybody that continues to listen from all around the country, all around the world, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We love you. And it's only up from here. You know what I'm saying? We keep going up. There's no going down. You know, so to everybody, like, literally, just keep going, keep pursuing, keep, just keep your consistency strong, keep your faith strong, keep it, like, just keep going, people, keep moving forward, all right? I love you guys, I appreciate you, that is our show for today, make sure that you're following us on the gram and on the book, you know what I'm saying, we're on the gram at T-O-B double underscore podcast, that's T-O-B double underscore P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Okay, and then listen, excuse me, I got the burps today, man. Good Lord. <laughs> um, be sure to follow us on Facebook at The Opinionated Brother Pod. That's The Opinionated Brother P-O-D. All right, listen, I, I, uh, like I said before, make sure you like, subscribe, share. Um, 
uh, follow the podcast. You can stream us on my website on, on your desktop at www.tyronsx.com forward slash TOB pod. You can listen to um, our podcast anywhere on any platform, Spotify, iHeart, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, we're everywhere. All right. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Be easy. Stay breezy. Stay great. You know what I'm saying? I love you guys so, so much. I'm so thankful. I'm so humble right now. Um, I'm so proud. I'm just so proud right now. I'm just, I'm, I'm happy. It's a good day. You know what I'm saying? So make sure you have a great week. We'll be back with another After Dark show on Thursday. Be good. Stay easy. Stay breezy. Love, peace, and hair grease.